DW. Over a third of the world's land is vulnerable to exploitation that can lead to desertification. And what are some of the worst affected areas? So if you consider the size of this the land that is affected by desertification is Africa. But if you consider the number of people that are affected by land degradation, it is Asia. If you include the Americas, both North and South, you have 40% of the land that is susceptible to be affected by land degradation. Uh, Europe is not spared either. We still lose a lot of soil in Europe, and Europe has been more vulnerable to drought in the recent years because of the climate change and all the conditions that are we, are, we are one planet. So therefore, there is no region in the world that is immune to land degradation or drought. These worst affected areas, what do they have in common? Are there some patterns there? You see, land degradation is due to human activities. Regardless whether you live in Africa or in Europe, And when human activities are affecting land in such a way that it is not possible to regenerate, meaning that we have taken more than we could take, you are affecting the land degradation. And when you affect land degradation, you are affecting people's lives. You are affecting their health. You are affecting their economy. You are affecting their security. Land degradation is also having an impact on migration. It is not biophysical only. It is social, it is economic, it is health, it is our well-being. What are some steps that people can take? Let us take the issue of fashion. We all like going shopping and basically having our houses full of clothes that we don't need or we don't wear or only we wear only once and we throw away. That is what we call the wasteful economy. And it is possible that we as human beings and you and I as shoppers are conscious about what we shop. How much letters are being used by the t-shirt I'm going to buy? How much land is being affected? How many people are being affected by that land degradation? So therefore, it is important that the consciousness of the people, of the buyers, of the consumers, of school children, of the adults, are all at the same level. Often people think, well, the changes that I'm going to make, they're not going to make a difference. What do you say to that? How can you make the change in the planet if you don't buy the right jeans or the right T-shirt? Or if you decide to waste your food? You know, what? we waste one-third of the food we produce. We don't eat it. We just produce it to send it to the dustbin. And yet we have 800 million people that are going to bed hungry. Do we live in one planet? Do we, are we one humanity? Or is there something wrong? Even if people do make more sustainable choices when they shop for food or clothes, if they're avoiding food waste, if they're avoiding fast fashion, there's still billions of people to feed around the world. And there's this growing demand for land. Is there something that needs to be changed in the way the land is managed? Yes. The one third of food we produce each year is equivalent to 1.4 billion hectares. So basically, each year, we are are wasting the equivalent of 1.4 billion hectares, meaning that we can feed the entire community, the entire world, without further degrading on our land, without further clearing on our forest, without further affecting our wetlands and the water points. So we need to be more rational in the way we use these resources, because we are not in a mine, we are not extracting. We, We have to manage. We do not extract. We should not be 
considering that is, these resources are limitless, we, sh- we are responsible and we should manage them. Yeah, land is a limited resource and we're all in it together is what I'm gathering from your message. Can you give us a few examples of places that have successfully reversed desertification? Many. This is the good news. You have examples in many parts of Africa where land that was degraded is now being reconstituted and managed for wildlife conservation. And you have tourists back in countries like Niger, you know, one of the poorest nations on earth. They have decided to manage the land. And now you have giraffes. And when you have giraffes, you have tourists. So regeneration is something that can be positive to the economy, can be positive for communities. It is not only for technicians. It is not biophysical again. It is really about our economy. More than 80 countries have pledged to regenerate 400 million hectares by 2030. 400 million hectares is almost 80% of the land that we are wasting. If you reduce food waste on one hand and you invest your time and capacities in regenerating nature, and sometimes it doesn't cost more than $50 per hectare, what we need is explicit policies to restore the land for the economy for the sake of the communities, it is not something that can be done only by experts, scientists, or naturalists, or biologists. It should be done by everybody. Now, you come from a region that has been dealing with desertification for decades. So is this somehow a personal issue for you? It is, and I hope it is for you as well. It is a personal issue for me because my family has suffered, because my village has suffered, because my community, because my region, because my continent, because my world, my planet. When you see all the consequences that land degradation is having in the world, you should be concerned. And as a citizen of the world, you should be really conscious of the fact that I can do something about You should have that sentiment that you are an actor, you are not a spectator. Do you foresee that the pandemic will have an impact on desertification? Where is the virus coming from? It's coming from nature. Why did we have that virus? Because we changed the land use. Because we as human beings have been in places where we should not have been. Because we have taken species out of their ecosystems. And because we are using them, we are over-consuming. We are coming back to the issue of consumption. So COVID-19 is one of the consequences of our new lifestyle and one of the consequences of the unsustainable use of our land and our biological resources. Whether the world will change after COVID-19, we hope that people will take some step back and we learn lessons from it. And we hope that the post-COVID-19 world will be a world that is more sustainable. We hope that we will not have a repeat of the pandemic. Despite COVID-19, we still need to eat. (laughs) We still need to have clothes. We still need to feed our animals. And we still need the planet. The planet does not need us. DW. 